0: Coming up today on the Dr. Linda Mental Show. The
1: holidays do represent the best of times. Family, friends, the people we enjoy, the things that we celebrate. This is a time to really turn it around, not think so much about all the adversity that we've been dealing with, but maybe try to celebrate in some of the traditional ways that really do bring us joy.
0: The Dr. Linda Mental Show is next.
1: And welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the Relationship Doctor. And I'm here along with my co-host, Chris Weigel. And every weekend, we're here, we're doing life together. And as always, we're so glad that you've joined us.
0: Merry Christmas, Dr. Linda, during this holiday time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. The thing is... Let's just get right to the point. Uh, Many people are not feeling all that joyous this time of year. We are weary of this pandemic, Mm -hmm. the lockdowns, the stay at home orders, and this word that I am honestly tired of, social distancing. (laughs) Consequently, we aren't feeling uh, the typical joy that we would this time of year.
1: I hear you. It is a little bit hard to feel joyous when you feel like you're dealing with all these restrictions. But, you know, we don't want to minimize, Chris, how difficult the year has been for all of us. I mean, people have lost jobs businesses have been closing, family members have been ill. There's so much going on. And I know we're all just exhausted from this pandemic. You know, some people have coined that Mm. pandemic fatigue because there's been so much that we've had to think about to do differently. But we really do have to be patient for just a little while longer in order for safety to return. In the meantime, we don't want to lose the joy of this time of year.
0: And I think, like everything else this year, just face it, Christmas will be different. There, that's right. You no know, big parties, no big gatherings. Even churches won't do the uh, the normal big events and the celebrations. For the first time in years, you and I won't be singing Messiah or the Gloria. How sad is that?
1: Did you think about that? Yeah. As we were, We would be rehearsing right now for right. our big number mm-hmm. and would have been rehearsing for probably a month or so. I really miss singing in the choir. I think that's the thing with the church being online. I think that's the thing i miss the most
0: and people have tried to do the uh the virtual, the virtual thing where you have you know 40 people on the screen singing and that's cool and everything but when you're not actually there together it's like yeah it's just not the same
1: it isn't the same and, and so yeah it's going to be very different but especially during this time when we look for those big events we want the big glorious celebration right. we want to hear the live orchestra in the church and I think this is going to be uh, such a loss in terms of Christmas. I don't want to get real focused on that because then we're not going to have joy. <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk <laughs> about today. But I do think it is a big loss.
0: This was my year for the my big solo at church. And so I don't get to do it now.
1: Yep. <laughs> is that true? Was that true? Are you nah, just making nah, that nah,
0: up? No. <laughs> you know, uh, many people can't afford lots of gifts this year because they true. have been struggling to keep their businesses open and finances have been uh, disrupted. And some people are getting irritable from just being together so much.
1: I know. So we're going to remind you in this show, we're going to find joy. We want to find joy, whatever it is. And I was thinking about the Apostle Paul, Mm. and it's interesting that he wrote the scripture, Rejoice in the Lord Always, and again I say Rejoice. When he was in prison. prison. (laughs) So that's a pretty good statement for all of us. We might feel a little bit like we're imprisoned. I mean, not in the physical sense, but just with all the restrictions. You know, a lot of us are in isolation. We're not being with our families like we used to be. But the holidays do represent the best of times. Mm. And family, friends, the people we enjoy, the things that we celebrate, this is a time to really, I think, turn it around not think so much about all the adversity that we've been dealing with, but maybe try to celebrate in some of the traditional ways that really do bring us joy.
0: And I think a lot of times we, we feel pressured to do the big holiday things, even though we may not want to spend all the money or go to all the parties, but you sort of have to. Well, this year, hey, turn over a new leaf. <laughs> you
1: <don't laughs> you can have to be very <laughs> specific with what you want to do this right. year, right?
0: Well, again, the topic of uh, the program today is finding joy during the holidays. And Dr. Linda, how would you define joy? Because I'm guessing it's more than scoring toilet paper at the (laughs) grocery store. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Um, Or not having to shave because you're working from home.
1: (laughs) Those those could be joy moments. Let's think about those. But an easy way to think about joy, Chris, is it's this intense momentary feeling of positive emotion. And we've all had these moments. I think one of the moments that comes to mind when I think about joy is the birth of a child mm. that's a joyful moment and maybe getting that toilet paper was one of those joyful <laughs> moments when you actually <laughs> could find it you needed it desperately i know it was more of a relief for me than it was joy
0: what kind of world do we live in where finding toilet oh. paper is <laughs>
1: joyful uh,
0: yeah big deal <laughs> merriam-webster defines joy as the emotion evoked by well-being success or good fortune or by the prospect of possessing what one desires
1: Yeah, that that just falls a little bit short, doesn't it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's really possessing what you desire. I mean, that sounds very materialistic, that you'd have to have something that you would possess in order to feel joy. I would say it's more of a state of mind or it's an orientation of the heart. It's being content because our confidence and our hope is in Christ. John Piper defines joy like this, and I like this definition. Christian joy is a good feeling in the soul produced by the holy spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of christ in the world and in the word i like that definition it,
0: it allows for a joy moment when you see something like a beautiful sunset or when you take a walk in nature or you know, marvel at god's design what he's done for us
1: do you ever have those moments when you're in nature and you just kind of look at a sunset or something and you think wow
0: sometimes if i can't sleep i'll go outside and just walk outside and if you've been to our house It's in a very flat spot. You can see the sunrise and the sunset from the yard. And at night, we are so far outside of the city, the sky is so clear and dark. And when you see the stars, you think to yourself, first of all, there is no way that this just happened.
1: Mm. There was a
0: creator involved. And if, if you spend time looking at that sky, it really brings you into the idea that God is right there.
1: That's great. That's great. Well, Rick Warren says this about joy. He says, Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life, the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right, and the determined choice to praise God in every situation.
0: You use the word confidence, so joy is possible because of our confidence in Christ, not because of what we have or don't have. And we we have a lot of stress. Thinking of joy this way makes it still possible to feel joy.
1: The stress of the holidays, you mentioned this when we first started, it's been lessened a little bit, right? Mm. Because we don't have so much to do this year we're not running kids around to all types of events and practices. We aren't planning parties. We're not getting together a bunch of times before the holiday. I think most workplaces aren't even going to have get togethers. Mm. I've not heard of anything in our my no. work setting. No. You know, I'm doing one pie <laughs> instead of three uh, mm. because it's just our immediate family due you, to the travel concerns.
0: You should do two pies and bring one to my house. There
1: you, go. <laughs> there you go. So actually, we can focus on more simple things like maybe decorating our homes and being with our immediate families, maybe maybe 2020 is a reset for a lot of us to really cut back, to slow down and make Christmas less commercialized and a lot more intimate. I think that could be one of the positive things that might come out of this pandemic. So many people traditionally just get so stressed at this time of year just trying to keep up with all these events and activities that Mm. we seem to have.
0: I think it's important to look at the glass as half full rather than half empty and really think about how we can bring back the joy of this time of year, Uh, stay hopeful, and focus on what we can do instead of what we can't.
1: Good point, because it's really easy to wallow in all the problems and what's going on. So we're going to think of this year as a reset and let's still be mindful of those who are alone and have experienced so much loss. I don't want to minimize that in any mm-hmm. way. This is a year, though, to be other-focused. And that's a good thing at the, season, the holiday season.
0: Other-focused. What are some ways that we can do that this year?
1: Well, I think it's even more important this year probably to participate in food drives, the toy drives, maybe feeding the homeless. Uh, giving to the angel tree, now, usually I see that at church, and I'm I'm not in church because mm. I'm still doing online church, but I know the angel tree is around. So you could still, you know, Google that, find it, and still give to it. You know, this year you could build a shoebox online. Did you know that was Samaritan's Purse? Mm, no. I looked at it. You could actually do it online. So if you're not physically in a church where you see those type of activities, they have this online site uh, on Samaritan's Purse and their directions and how to drop it off as well. And the point of all that is to look at your community and find ways to safely serve and be involved in helping those who are really struggling during this time.
0: This is a good way to teach your children to be focused on others and not so focused on what they get for Christmas. And. That would be refreshing for everyone.
1: Even getting your kids to write notes to people in nursing homes. Have you ever had your kids do that? I think it would be a great time of the year to do that. And I've heard a lot of people are writing uh, to first responders Mm -hmm. as well and to try to thank people for this. So on another note, Chris, have you noticed how many people are decorating early this year?
0: (laughs) We have this neighbor.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And not only did they decorate early, they bought about 40 million more lights than they did last year. The place is lit up it 's good this year that they 're doing that
1: i 'm wondering how many people are doing that. I noticed that a lot of people started decorating way before mm. uh, Thanksgiving was right. even here. In fact, I saw Christmas trees in people 's houses in the windows before thanksgiving, wow. and i don 't think i 've ever seen that before and usually i 'm a real stickler about that i 'm like yes. no we don 't do anything till after Thanksgiving, <laughs> but this year, I think you know I think people just want to have Some hope, they want to get something that's joyous feeling, and decorating is one of those things that makes us all feel good. I think the early lights this year are symbolic. Hmm. It really reminds us that in all the darkness of 2020, there is still light, there is still hope, there is still joy. And it was one thing that we could do to be normal again.
0: That's quite a departure for you because, uh, again, like you said, we've had this discussion. You are a stickler about, about these holidays. But I get it. We do need the lights, and we need the hope. Stay with us because we have a lot more ideas about how to bring joy back to Christmas.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor. And can I just say that some relationships can be really stressed during the holiday season? You know, it's not too early to think and pray about what you want the holidays to look like this year. Here are a few quick points to ponder. Set a budget. You do yourself a great service when you decide in advance how much you'll spend and how. Discuss your plans with friends and family. If you wait too long, you may find yourself overcommitted or someone's feelings are hurt because you don't show up where you're expected. Talking about it now takes away a lot of the tension that can come up later. And focus on why we celebrate. Try being thankful for the whole month of November and begin now to acknowledge the significance of Jesus' birth in your life. You don't want to wait until December 25th to celebrate him with a little planning and a lot of prayer you can enjoy the holidays instead of stressing through the season
0: raising healthy kids in an unhealthy world available on dr linda's website dot com, and available online where books are sold welcome back to the dr linda mental show today we are talking about ways to find joy during a holiday pandemic and we have a lot more to talk about but before we move on want to remind you to check out Dr. Linda's website, DrLindaMental.com. That's where you will find her blogs, books, and you can connect with Dr. Linda on social media and listen to and share the podcasts on iTunes anytime. Well, Dr. Linda, your latest book co-authored with James Cribs is Living Beyond Pain, a book to help anyone deal with chronic pain. And we know there is little joy in being in pain, but you do talk about ways to be more positive even when suffering.
1: That's right. It's like we said, it's how you orient your mind and your heart during any difficult time that allows you to still feel God's joy. So even when you're in pain, you can still have moments of joy. And we actually wrote a chapter about that, trying to find not necessarily joy in suffering, but some peace during suffering. Mm -hmm. And then the moments when God is really present and really there that do bring you joy in the middle of difficulty.
0: I recently heard someone uh, talking about chronic pain, and they said that you can really get to a point where you almost ignore it as far as pain management goes and maybe focusing on the joy in your life is a good way to do that
1: yeah we did a chapter on gratitude in that book because again it's orienting your mind towards the positive away from the pain and you want to get your brain to not think about the mm. pain because it makes pain worse right
0: well let's stop talking about it all right
1: <laughs> there's more joyful topics than uh, that's, chronic pain that's right? right
0: well we know christmas celebrations will be smaller this year and there will be less travel and more at-home time. So let's talk about how to keep our joy uh, with these changes.
1: One way, I think, is to revive an old tradition, and that is to send out Christmas cards. I have not been doing it for the last few years because I've gotten lazy, I mm. think, with the social media platforms. Right. And we just put stuff on. I think this would be a great time to uh, take out that old tradition of writing cards.
0: Mm. Makes my hand cramp just thinking about (laughs) it.
1: Get your kids to do it for you.
0: (laughs) Well, to your point, Paperless Post is an online card and invitation company, and they did a survey and found that 60% of users plan on sending actual holiday cards this year. That's a big increase compared to the 38% of respondents who sent them last year.
1: See, people are thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you're familiar with the craft site Etsy. Oh, you heard of I'm that? Oh, it all the time. You are not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had a 23% increase in searches for holiday cards in the last three months compared with last year. Mm. So this is obviously people are saying maybe this would be a good tradition. Of the 2,000 Americans that were surveyed in September by Minted.com, not mental, but minted. Minted. Want to make it. sure we didn't get that, that was not my company. <laughs> it's a home decor and stationery company. They found that nearly three quarters agreed that holiday cards have more sentimental value this year than in previous years. I have to say I like getting Christmas cards, and I've been a little sad that people have sort of dropped this. But we're doing it this hmm. year. We're going to have more cards.
0: I remember when you could line an entire wall with Christmas cards. I know people sent them. And that just, like you said, doesn't happen these days. Any cautions on how fun or crazy cards could be?
1: I think just one. I would say be sensitive to anyone who has lost a loved one to COVID. You know, you don't want to upset family members who have had terrible losses during this. So be tasteful in what you do. Empathize as much as you can. Talk about hope. Talk about gratitude. A message like from our quarantine to yours. Oh, I see what you did there. Quarantine. Quarantine. Quarantine.
0: So uh, what else can you do that would be different this year and even more meaningful
1: we do this every year but i think again this would be a good time for families who don't do this do you guys do an advent wreath or any type of advent activity
0: advent calendar yes you do a calendar Mm -hmm. okay
1: we do an actual wreath we have the candles And we usually mimic, because you and I go to a church where they have an Advent Mm -hmm. uh, wreath and candles. So every Sunday, we light the appropriate candle. And if you're not sure how all of this works and to set it up, just Google it. You can find it online. One year, I had the wrong color candles, Chris.
0: Oh, way to go. <laughs> no,
1: are you kidding me? We were looking at this and we were going, wait a minute, the church is lighting that color today. We are not. Something yeah. is wrong with the way we've done this. But you can Google it, you can see it, and then you can get the right colored candles. And then what's so great is online, they have uh, the scripture readings that go along with this. Mm-hmm. And this would be a way to lead your family spiritually this year, too.
0: The Advent calendar is great. Like I said, we we do one with the kids every year, and it's a great tradition. But the one thing that's really bothering me about this time of year this year we're not gathering in groups Mm -hmm. with family and friends we are already so isolated so this means even more stay-at-home time before we get the vaccine due to be widely distributed to where we can finally start to hang out again
1: and we're all being told to do this on Zoom or some social platform. And I know I know we're so tired. I'm on Teams meetings like every hour of the day for yeah. my job. And then the idea of just doing that with family, I know it's the best we can do. And, again, I think our mindset needs to be, okay, at least we can see the, our loved ones. At least we can kind of share, like they're saying, you know, Uh, have the meal there and then you have yours on your house and by eating together and do Hmm. do it together it's not the same but it is a way to stay connected and that's the biggest thing i do think that you got to do it this year just Mm -hmm. to be safer and not have these huge family get togethers because we're going to spread the virus if we do that
0: what about when you're at home playing card games and board games that type of thing does
1: that bring you joy Depends. (laughs)
0: depends. <laughs> are,
1: are you real competitive? If it's
0: Monopoly, no. <laughs>
1: I know. I know, but I associate card playing at the holidays mm-hmm. with the fun of being together with my very large extended family. Right. So we're doing it even though there's there's not a lot of games that you can play with Two people and then four people once, once we have our kids around. But I do think card playing, uh, we've gotten really good at Yahtzee because that mm-hmm. only takes two. You've got coloring books you can get for kids. You know, get off the screens and just interact with some fun games. That would at least make it feel like more of a holiday.
0: We went through a puzzle phase with the kids. We were doing the 1,000-piece the puzzles. And then we glued them together with, uh, what do you call it, Mod Podge or something like that? Oh, yeah? And then framed a few of them.
1: I can't get anybody in my family to do a puzzle. You I, need
0: to talk to Dr. Norman about know. that. <laughs> I know.
1: I have, I have asked to buy one. I should just buy it anyway. Yeah. But nobody wants to do it. They all think that's boring. Okay, I look, think it's kind of fun.
0: When this is all over, Sharon and I will come over. We'll do, we'll <laughs> okay, do the puzzle will do a with it. puzzle You're
1: with right. me. Good.
0: Well, it is Christmas time, so what about the Christmas story? I mean, we don't want to miss that, especially... If we can't attend church in person.
1: You could do costumes in your home. You could do it Zoom with cousins and relatives and have Mm -hmm. the the story going. Most important thing is just get somebody to do it on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day and make sure you're reading it. Because a lot of people depend on the church to do that part of it. So you might have to do it in your home this year.
0: You know, one idea that is, uh, I would think would be COVID safe, jump in the car and go to see some nativity scenes.
1: Or your neighbor. That is, has all the lights up. That is oh. having, you know.
0: yeah. we can walk there, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's right. So there's going to be lots of lights, lots of fun things. There are going to be lots of nativity scenes and displays. I think people are going to do that really big this year because they can't do much else. Mm-hmm. We have a tradition because we lived in Virginia Beach for so many years. They had a thing on the boardwalk, 12 Days of Christmas. And it's off the water and you drive on the boardwalk with your car you tune your station to this music or they, mm-hmm. they used to give you a cd even and then you drink hot chocolate and you drive through we could still do that this year
0: And you said this thing is off the water like it floats yeah they,
1: yeah they well they have like stuff going out into the water so you can see it like the lights off the water i see it's really cool
0: well okay those are some some pretty fun ideas and if you don't live near the ocean course in in minnesota most people don't That's right. you can uh, you can definitely come up with some good ideas for uh keeping the christmas message in christmas this year and getting out and doing things
1: and lights lights mm-hmm. are going to be everywhere so just look for light displays in your community and drive-by
0: lots of resources to keep in mind but let's take a quick break and talk more about how to have christian joy during a pandemic when we return dr linda one of our listeners asked this question Sometimes I'm so overcome with worry and anxiety that I I think I'm losing my mind. Seems I've tried everything from drugs to meditation. Why doesn't anything work?
1: Well, I'm so sorry that your life seems so unmanageable and overwhelming. Too often, though, it does seem nearly impossible to live in peace and contentment because of all the craziness in our world. Did you know that God's plan for handling worry is so simple and yet so perfect that you can begin using it today? Did you know that starting right now, you can begin to cultivate a worry-free life? These aren't pie-in-the-sky promises, They're God's prescription for you to thrive and to soar past your anxiety and worries. Try this. The next time you begin to feel overwhelmed by life's pressures and worry clouds your mind with negative thoughts and depression, say what King David prayed. The Lord is my strength and my shield. Remind yourself that my heart trusts in Him and I am helped. I have so much more good news for you. I hope you'll find it in my book, Letting Go of Worry.
0: Thanks, Dr. Linda. Now that's great advice. You can find God's plan for your peace and contentment in Dr. Linda's book, Letting Go of Worry. It's available wherever you buy your books online. You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and Dr. Linda has written numerous books that you can find on her website or online. Her latest is Living Beyond Pain, a book to help anyone living with pain get their life back with practical tools that are not related to taking drugs. Check out her website, DrLindaMental.com. That's where you can find the book, Living Beyond Pain, and you can connect with Dr. Linda on social media. And don't forget about the podcast on iTunes. That can be taken with you well, anywhere.
1: That could give you joy. Joy, joy, joy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: well, these are uh, these are weird times like we've been talking about, and we know it's not natural to have negative circumstances like a pandemic and be expected to feel joy at the same mm. time. Is joy a choice?
1: I would say it really is. It is a choice because you choose how you're going to respond to difficulty. But if we think about where does joy come from, you said it earlier we talked about it it's not really about our circumstances Mm -hmm. joy really comes from christ he's the originator of all joy it's not possessions like the dictionary definition said
0: yeah the webster definition was very materialistic it was worldly
1: let's change that
0: yeah yeah, you're gonna write
1: in and tell them we don't like (laughs) their definition can i
0: can i speak with merriam webster please (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm thinking of the verse in james that says my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. And I think a pandemic qualifies mm. as a various trial. It certainly doesn't make much sense from a purely human perspective to count the pandemic as joy. Are you kidding me?
1: I always found that verse difficult. Count it mm. all joy, right. knowing that the trying of your faith. I, I, it's like, ooh, that's, that's not easy to do. Now, look, in terms of the pandemic, we're not glad, joyful about the pandemic, Nobody no. would be, or you'd probably need to see me. Um, but we, we do count it all joy when we see how God moves during this time. And maybe one of the things that we will count joyful this year, Chris, is that we did pare down all this mm. activity, and we did get more focused on the real meaning of of the holiday God alone can just give us true joy during anything. He does that so naturally through his spirit living in us. And if we put our trust in God, no matter what the circumstances are, the promise is that we will and we can find joy. We can experience genuine joy in the fullest by taking the initiative to actively consider all that God is doing and that he has a definite purpose and can use all these things for our good when we're one of his.
0: And here's the convicting part. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. That's mentioned in Galatians.
1: It is. It's a byproduct of the Holy Spirit living in us. When we live and we walk in the Spirit, the Scripture tells us that that produces joy, among a lot of other things.
0: The Bible also tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we could use some strength to finish out this pandemic right now.
1: When I hear that Scripture, the joy of the Lord is my strength, I always think of Norm's mom. She would walk around. She would be always joyful, no matter what was going on in her life, and she would say that scripture, and just you could see it. You could see it on her face. And we need to just be really focused in on that, that we need the Lord's strength to persist in doing the right thing so that we can get through this very difficult time. In John fifteen eleven, Jesus says, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. The joy of the Lord is the firm, unshakable conviction that God loves me, is 100% for me, is working everything for my good. And he has been and he will continue to be with us in every trial, including a pandemic Christmas. The meaning of the holiday, you know, can be clearer this year to us, as we mentioned. We can focus more on what we're supposed to be thinking about during this time of the year as Christians. There's less distraction from commercial things. It allows us to celebrate the true meaning of Christmas, and it does also give us the opportunity to reach out to those in need this year.
0: By the way, Dr. Linda, this is the uh, fun fact segment of the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Uh-oh. uh Since it is the Christmas season, did you know that Joy to the World wasn't originally a Christmas song?
1: I did not know that.
0: Is you do that? now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, when we looked this up, I, I was really surprised because Isaac Watts didn't intend it to be a Christmas song at all. In fact... It wasn't even written to be a song. Did you know that?
0: I did not know that part. That's
1: right. In 1719, Watts published a book of poems in which each of the poems was based on a psalm. So rather than translating the original Old Testament text, he adjusted them to refer more explicitly to the works of Jesus as they have been revealed in the New Testament. And it wasn't even about Christmas. It's all about the second coming.
0: You know, I never realized that, yet we equate the song with the joy of Christ's first coming. But the focus is also the future, and he is coming back.
1: And that will be a day with no pandemics, no more death, no more loss, no more sorrow, no more struggle. In the meantime, allow the Lord to fill your heart with his joy. Celebrate all we have in Christ this Christmas season and be joyful. Well, that's all the time we have today. Many thanks to our producer, Norm our engineer, and my co-host, Chris Weigel, who makes the show a conversation. From all of us here at Faith Radio, hey, we'll talk to you again next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone.